This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. My little birds told me there was a podcast rising within the realm. As Master of Whispers, I pride myself on having ears throughout the kingdoms. I listen to the Clock Dodgers podcast as any wise man should. Subscribe. Podcasts are coming. You stand in the presence of Daenerys Stormborn of House Targaryen, rightful heir to the Iron Throne, rightful Queen of the Andals and the First Men, protector of the Seven Kingdoms, the Mother of Dragons, the Khaleesi of the Great Grass Sea, the Unburnt, the Breaker of Chains. This is Jon Snow. He's king in the north. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What an episode. The Queen's Justice. Episode three was a banger. And I know we're going to say this every single episode. Guys, it's Neil, Clock Dodgers Podcast. You are listening to the Game of Thrones recap. I am solo riding today. I am solo riding. The schedule was crazy this week. I wanted to uh, you know, speak to you guys really quick and let us catch up here on the Game of Thrones episode. Um, and there was so much happening on this episode. Let, let's just kind of run through really quick some of the, some of the big things. Right, some some of the most important things, some of the things that we've been waiting for. Um, we're get, we're we're gonna go through this. Today's episode will be a little quicker, a little shorter than the past couple episodes, um, just as I'm sharing some sharing some things up here on my schedule on my side. So uh, you know, I apologize for that. But things have been a little crazy over here, a little busy. So we gotta make do with what we got. First things first, John finally met the Mother of Dragons. John motherfucking Snow met Daenerys. We've been waiting for this, right? Um, if you if you follow Game of Thrones as far as if you're like looking for articles and you know during the, the time when the show is not on TV, you're looking for anything you can, you would have seen pictures and things uh, from this episode when they were filming it. Um, so so you knew this was gonna happen. I mean, obviously we all knew this was gonna happen either way. But the legendary moment finally happened. It it was good. I liked the way they put it out there. It was entertaining. It was funny. You know, the way Davos and uh, all of them uh, kind of delivered the introduction. Um, I, I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, I, I'm happy. You know, we discussed last week that uh, we didn't think John would, would, would uh, you know, kneel to her, which we, we, we were correct on that. Um and, and we're and I'm and I'm happy he did didn't do it. It's just so John, <laughs> so John Snow. Um, I liked it though because they were obviously feeling each other out. 
uh, a lot of people have predicted um, who they are in relation to each other and uh, whether they'll become the most important characters in the show. As far as fire and ice, we got some hints towards that. Um, th- this, you know, was something we've been waiting for, and this obviously can can move things forward uh, in that part of the story. Um, obviously, you know, neither one of them really committed too much to each other, except for the fact that she's allowing John to mine the dragon glass, which is, is super important to his mission, and of course was an act of good favor uh, for him to help her and her and her situation. Because obviously, from this episode we see that she has no more allies, really. Um, They kind of did a really good job of wiping out everything that she had that we felt was an advantage that we felt would make this very easy for her. Um, Before before they unfolded it like this, we thought, wow, you know, she doesn't have to go in there with her dragons. Um, You know, all her allies are going to help make this happen real quick, real smooth. Well, in typical Game of Thrones fashion, that didn't happen that way. Um, so I, I, I enjoy this part of the process for them. Um, the fact that her back is against the wall now and she's going to have to act out, which she was told um, previously, you know, to not listen to these these games and these tactics and, and to do what she has to do. And so now she's going to do that. So it's going to be fun. We're going to get to see some dragons. We're going to see some dragon do, taking care of business next episode. Um, you know, some people have mentioned whether they think a dragon's going to die or not. I, I don't know if it's going to happen next episode, but certainly it's not crazy to think that they're going to, you know, put us through that. It'll suck, but it's what makes Game of Thrones amazing because, as we've mentioned plenty of times on the Cloud Dodgers podcast, on the Game of Thrones recaps, nobody is safe on Game of Thrones. And that's what makes it such a great show. So that, you know, that that whole thing going on over there, obviously, is is, is some good stuff, right? And that is the the meeting we were waiting for. So um, that happened. That happened. It's, fi- it's finally done. We're done with it. This is Jon Snow. He's king in the north. That was that was the best introduction ever. Um, so yeah, and I thought it was cool. The where Davos almost mentioned that Jon was killed and brought back you know obviously Daenerys is interested in that and we're gonna obviously I have to imagine we're gonna that's gonna come back around uh, and I think that'll be a big thing that'll be a big thing so keep your eyes out for that do not forget that do not forget that part because I think that's gonna be a big thing so some messed up you know obviously with the allies that I mentioned that were all wiped out um, the sands yo <laughs> uh seriously don't mess around man she don't mess around she's so evil and that's what makes her character so well played so much hated they have to build this up right i mean we think we hate her and they got to just keep building it up building it up building it up not that doing something to the sands necessarily um you know re- that that people are really committed to, the, to to those characters that we care about what she's doing to them um, to hate her more because not like they were good characters as far as the good guys quote unquote but again it just shows more evilness um, you know you know they got to do that they got to keep building up her uh, her legend as you could you know if you want to put it that way but it's definitely uh, you know definitely important for them to to show us that. And, you know, interest in the way they're 
they're making it like a torture <laughs> for her, for the mother. Um, the most badass shit. I gotta say, the most badass thing on the episode was uh, Lady Olena. I, I think uh, I'm in the majority when I say that. I, I don't think many people would disagree with me. She went out like a straight G, straight G. I mean, they they came in there. They threw out great worm in them, um, but they 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 went in there and they 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 did it. Took it over pretty pretty single handedly. Not very difficult for them, obviously. But you know they let you know Jamie said he let her go out with some kind of dignity, respect, rather rather than hang her or chop her head off and all these kind of things. Um, so he gives her poison, and Lady Olena talks like a straight G, like a OG, and and straight burns him right trolls this dude left and right she makes fun of his kids she disses seriously she disses all these things and she plants these important seeds um in his head obviously everyone knows that jamie loves cersei but i'm still holding out hope that he will switch on her at some point he will switch on her whether it's because of euron or um you know he just thinks she's so far gone and so crazy that he does switch on her, but I, I want to believe that the the fact that she planted that seed, she let him know his brother wasn't responsible for the death of his uh of his son. I I, I just want to believe that that's gonna matter later. I do. I don't know if you agree with me, but that that's where I'm feeling uh, or hoping, you know, that that stuff goes. That's where I'm hoping it goes. Uh. And again, I could be totally wrong with that. I don't have to be right on that, but I'm just kind of hoping. <laughs> Something that was another, there was some there's I don't know if it's just me, but is is Game of Thrones low key funny this year? I don't know if they're if they're and, and I'm curious what you guys think. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on you know wherever you speak to me. I want to know what you think. Is Game of Thrones trying to be too funny this season? Um, I don't necessarily think that myself personally, but I do feel like I'm laughing more than usual. And I don't know if that's intentional. I have to assume it's intentional, but I don't know if it's, it's not necessarily hurting anything from my end, but some people are very particular with that kind of stuff. And if they weren't doing it all the time, I just feel like it's more than usual. So hit me up at clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, wherever it's at. And, and let me know if you think the show is forcing anything, specifically the comedy aspect of it. Or, or anything else for that matter. If you have something that you feel like um, they're pushing really hard on us, um, shoot that over to me. I mean, quickly, I just want to mention that when you guys tweet at me anything about Game of Thrones, I will try to pull those tweets and mention them on the air here. So I'll give you a little shout out, uh, read your comment on the air about what you think of the show, uh, you know, some feelings on it, predictions, whatever the case may be. So don't don't be shy, guys. I love to hear from you guys. It's always fun, you know, to see what you guys are thinking as well. So. Back to the show. Bran. Bran returns to Winterfell. This dude comes back. He hasn't seen his family. He hasn't seen Winterfell and all these places in so long. And this dude's just like, hello, Sansa. (laughs) He's so not the guy, not the kid that left. And it's funny, right? I mean, obviously... You know, Sansa was really excited to see him, but he he's not he's not her little brother anymore. 
He's not the, the kid, the child that she remembers. He's now the three-eyed raven. And he's totally fucking boring her. <laughs> he's boring. He's cold. He's very direct. Um, you know, he's, he, he, he speaks on even difficult things. Uh, things that are like, you know, rough. Like uh, things that are serious matters. And he speaks on them so blandly. Um, he, he's basically emotionless. You know, it, it almost seems like there's no flavor to, to Bran. Uh, and obviously that's a shock to Sansa. It makes her uncomfortable. But he's back in Winterfell. I'm interested to see how this plays out. He said he needed to speak to John. It's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out with, with the three-eyed raven aspect of it. Of course, you know, for those who are saying, oh, you know, they miss him acting like a kid. It's not his role anymore. He's a three-eyed raven. He doesn't see some things. It's kind of envision it like this. When you see some some crazy shit, some shit that you can't ever forget, you're a different person after that. That's what Bran is times a thousand. This dude's unseen some shit. Like if you don't seen a dead body or you seen someone get killed or you seen, you know, someone take something of yours right in front of your face and let you know the world is cold. You know, if you some some crazy stuff, some shenanigans, your girl cheats on you, your man cheats on you, and you see something of it, and it burns in you. This man done seen some things. He can never be the same. And he's going to keep seeing some things. So take it easy on Brian, guys. It's a it's going to be a fun, you know, fun character uh, to see how, how he, uh, how they incorporate him, you know, into the storyline and and, you know, what they do with him. I'm interested in it. On some more positive news, not just Bran going back to Winterfell, but Jorah. Jorah Mormont. Yay. Yo, believe it or not, this dude, Sam, actually got it right. He actually, you know, cured this dude. Which, you know, we were we were led to believe that it wasn't very possible, wasn't very likely. You know, we weren't sure if he was just going to do something big and then you know, die from this stuff, but no, he's, he's alive, he's well, Sam is the man, as we all know, the guy who always seems scared is, is, is pulling off some, uh, some major moves out there, so shout out to Sam, shout out to, to Game of Thrones for not making us watch that stuff get entirely pulled off his body, because <laughs> that was not pleasant, we talked about that last week, it was not pleasant, obviously he's going to go find Daenerys and join her in her, uh, her fight, which is fun. It's good. I like his character. I like Jorah. Um, will he become her lover? Will he have a second chance at that? Will the soap opera of Jorah and Daenerys come back? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't know. But we'll see. I mean, we, we could use some love right about now. A lot of death going on. Lots of death going on. We could use a little bit of love. A little bit of warmth. When winter is here, you know? We could use some of that kind of stuff. But we'll see what happens. You know? We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. When, when Bran showed up, by the way, I thought it was... Uh, I thought I didn't think it was Bran. I really did. I was like, nah, who, who's here? Who's at the door? You know? <laughs> I, didn't think it, I didn't think it was going to be him. 
but it's cool with it being him. It was, it was good. It was a little surprise. I wasn't expecting it exactly. When are we going to see the White Walkers, by the way? How far do you guys think we're going to have to wait to to see them, you know, some kind of fight with the White Walkers or uh, an appearance of them, you know, wrecking shit? I'm getting kind of ang- anxious for that. I don't know if they're going to get to the, uh, the Wildlings first or where they're going to get first, but I'd like to, I'd like to see them. We didn't get to see any of, uh, the Hound this episode, which hurts my feelings because I do like him. I want it, well, I think we'll see him. I think we'll see the Hound. I think we'll see the Wildlings. I think we'll see all of that next week or this week coming up, this episode coming up. It's still fuck Theon. He's never, he's never accepted as a clock dodger. Theon is dead to us. And I swear, if they if they make this guy do anything positive, it's not cool. If they if they make this dude do something where he saves the day somehow, I ain't rocking with it. And it's and it's crazy ass Euron Greyjoy. This dude is just oh he 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 gets more and more absurd every week. I I got a feeling he's gonna he's gonna annoy some people too. I got a feeling that his character is annoying to people because he's over the top at this point. I, I enjoy, you know, the uh, the quick jabs and barbs that he throws and things that he does. But obviously, again, like we talked about last week, they're they're pushing him on us. Um, how long he'll last, I don't know. But I know some people are probably annoyed by um, the, the shenanigans of Euron. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's it's cool this episode because they, they kind of flip things on us. We thought Cersei had no allies and was in trouble, but now it seems to have flipped. And not that not that Daenerys is in trouble in her chase for the throne, but she's in way more trouble than we thought initially. Uh, we thought this was a an easy one for her, right? We thought this was an alley-oop. We thought this was a LeBron James alley-oop. Kyrie, Kyrie ain't gonna be there no more. See, same thing, same kind of situation. Yeah, sure, 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 get it together. And again, they're moving. They have to move. Um, they have to move the series along quick, right? So we're not getting the the um, the the dead episodes, the 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 the. Uh, the storytelling, the real slow episodes, we're not getting those because they can't afford to do those. So um, we're, we're never at any point going to have those lulls, I don't think. So it's gonna, they're just going to keep hitting us. They're going to keep hitting us with, uh, you know, with good stuff. It's not going to slow up, which I appreciate. Um, and, and you got to appreciate also um, Sansa was holding it down at Winterfell. Just a quick hit. Sansa was holding it down in Winterfell. She was doing good things. That was important for me because I, I was losing hope in her as far as, you know, I didn't know how her and everything was going to happen. Uh, you know, if she was going to get too cocky, too arrogant, I, I wasn't sure. So I, I will admit, you know, I was concerned about that, but I was happy to see, um, happy to see her hold it down. I enjoyed the Tyrion uh, conversations with Jon. I thought those were funny insightful uh, we got to see these two characters continue to bond these guys obviously um get along in this um you know we're boys we make fun of each other we take shots at each other we give each other a hard time but at the end of the day um you know at the end of the day we rock with each other so 
Um, I, I was happy to, you know, to see those conversations. That was good stuff. It was a, that was a lot of good dialogue there. I don't know if everyone enjoyed that like I did, but that was some good dialogue for sure. I, 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 I enjoyed those, those, uh, those conversations. I, I enjoyed all the John conversations that he had on this episode. They were good stuff. They were really good stuff. I cannot deny it. They were good stuff. I think those are some of the main points that I wanted to hit on. Those are the things that are sticking with me at the moment that I feel like I really needed. I I really wanted to talk to you guys about. So I appreciate you guys for hanging with me and kicking it with me here. Um, Again, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all those good things at Clock Dodgers. Send me tweets, DMs, whatever, what you thought about this episode. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Hit me up. Let's talk about it. I will share some of your tweets on the episode. If you want, if you don't want to, that's cool. I know some guys are like, nah, don't do it. That's cool. I won't do it. I promise. Just say the word. Just say the word. I'm not Cersei. I won't stab you in the back. I promise. Either way, I appreciate the continued support of these Game of Thrones episodes. Uh, People are really enjoying these. People are really enjoying these. I got a feeling some people are listening to Cloud Dodgers podcast just for these Game of Thrones recaps, which is cool. Which is cool. If you are, I wish you would go and check out some of the other episodes because I promise you, you'll enjoy them. But, uh, this has been fun. These these episodes have been really fun. I love recapping these. They were just as fun as last year. Again, um, I'll be reaching out to some, some other guests to have on the show as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for more episodes, more guest episodes. I'll try to get this episode, next episode out earlier next week. Again, the schedule was a little uh, a little crazy for me this week. But next week should be better. We should be more in the ball with that. Again, guys, clockdodgers at gmail.com if you want to email me. Clockdodgers.com is the website. Speaking of Game of Thrones, if you're interested in recapping the show in words, like written words for the website, hit me up. If you're interested in recapping the show, hit me up. Even if it's a short recap, long recap, whatever you want to do, some kind of cool, entertaining um, articles, predictions, whatever you want to do, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Game of Thrones. All my Game of Thrones diehards. I need you to hit me up. Let's talk. Let's speak. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed. It's super important. Leave a review. Leave a review that says, I rock with those Game of Thrones episodes, with those Game of Thrones recaps. Those are elite episodes. <laughs> now nah, I don't use elite. Got to find a real Game of Thrones type of review. You know? Leave the review as if you were in Game of Thrones times. So when people see the review, they're like, what the fuck is this person talking about? What is this shit? What is this dragon class they're referring to? Like, what are they talking about? (laughs) Anyway, guys, I will catch you after the next episode. I hope to hear from you guys. Again, I appreciate the support of these episodes. It's a lot of fun. I love you guys. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.